Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Sweet Seats, episode 13. I'm Dominic Novak, and I'm here with Charlie Whitaker, Kyle Purdy, and Grady. Um, today, uh, today we're going to be talking about the college football playoffs and the NFL uh, playoffs, and mostly the college uh, national championship. So uh, I'm going to get into it right now. So what do you guys think about the game? I mean, I watched like 99% of the game, and it was a um, – one-sided game for sure it got boring like there's just a point in the game particularly the third quarter where it got boring Georgia had run 45 plays and they have 45 points like it's the national championship it's supposed to be the two best teams in all of college football it should not be a 65 to 7 game yeah I mean I mean that's like the it's the most points scored in national championship and the most like the biggest margin um of points like that it was uh 58. Yeah, 58, something like that, and that's just absurd. I mean, I would rather have, like I said this from the get, I mean, yeah, TCU beat beat Michigan, and okay, that may say something about Michigan, but Alabama should never not be in the national championship. It doesn't matter if they're a two-loss team or not. Alabama's the only team that can actually compete with Georgia other than Ohio State, in my opinion. I just just didn't understand the fact that Michigan and TCU was such a high-scoring game. Again, it was close, and Georgia beat Ohio State because of a missed game-winning field goal. And Michigan, like, killed Ohio State, 45-23. to 23. They destroyed them. Like, right. it, it doesn't make sense to me how the college football playoff works sometimes. I just yeah. – I don't get it. Yeah. And then um, Stetson Bennett with, what, how many touchdowns did he He accounted for six of six Georgia's touchdowns. Nine. He was – he finished with uh, – he was 18 – or he had um, – Four rush area, three rushing touchdowns with four passing t- or something like that. Absurd. He had, like, I mean, you just can't. He and people say he's not mobile. He had three rushing touchdowns or four rushing touchdowns. You can't like say now you can't give Stetson Bennett any doubt. I mean, Andy, the man is twenty eight years old. What a 20. way to go out, man! At yeah, least, like last year, like being yeah. able to do that in the and national the first, championship. And he's the first ever walk on to win back to back championships. Mm-hmm. I mean, his story is crazy, and I mean, I just don't think anything should ever be like that again. I do not think TCU should be in the playoffs, like, ever again. Like, that was just so – that was just embarrassing. I mean, I don't know. I still have mixed feelings about it. Well, I mean, one of the big things is, like, matchups. Because, like, uh, TCU matched up well against Michigan. But against Georgia, it's, like, a completely different story. Like, TCU is such a good team because they played teams in their conference. And most conferences – are like the same kind of like scheme or anything throughout the whole conference, like the Big Ten, SEC, it's all the same. And once you start playing like the bigger conferences like TCU did against Georgia, that's a completely different ballpark. The thing that surprised me about the game was in terms of like, go go to the box score for this game. Georgia's leading rusher, McIntosh, 50 yards. Georgia's total rushing yards, 254. Yeah. Like, that's how many guys can produce for their team. And, again, like 355 passing yards. Brock Bowers had about 117. There's guys behind him that fill in. Like, so many guys on Georgia are good, powerful, and I don't think TCU had enough matchups to stop every single guy oh. that Georgia can bring no. at you. Even from the get, I mean, you saw that. Like, okay, at the first, it was, like, what, 10? Like, it was they scored 10 points on it. Like, they stopped them. They went three and out. TCU did. And then everyone's like, oh, God, here we go. But then TCU fired back. Max Duggan, he had a nice touchdown run. 
um, in a nice ball. It was like a 65-yard um, pass um, at the, from the beginning. And then I was like, okay, maybe TCU can hang with them. But they, they're as soon as they went three and out again, I'm just like, this game's over. I mean, they're you can just look at the size differential. SEC that's uncomparable to Big 12, especially in like TCU. Like they're yeah, they had fast players, but Georgia had everyone. Their players were fast. They're ten times bigger. They're bigger in everything and. I don't know. It the was... one thing I do give TCU credit for is I give credit to Max Duggan, really, because he wasn't the starter at the beginning of the year. He wasn't going to be the starter. An injury happened. Max Duggan stepped in and led him to a Big 12 championship. Granted, they lost to Kansas State, but got in the playoffs, went undefeated in the regular season, got into the playoffs, beat Michigan, who proved themselves throughout the year, 13-0 and team. Granted, I'm upset that Michigan lost. But Max Duggan did what he had to do. He proved to the college football like that he was the right guy for TCU. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I was going to so I think that's good for the National Championship. I kind of want to get in the NFL playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, oh, that was a heartbreak for the Lions. I yeah. mean, it was a great win against the Packers. It proved themselves. But watching that Seahawks-Rams game was just – it was on the tip of my toes the whole time. I was just so – upset after and I don't know I was just a typical Lions fan I mean yeah, I'm no referee but I think that the Seattle Rams game wasn't very well called I'll, I'll put it that way I'm, yeah. I'm not a referee or anything yeah. but I I don't I didn't agree with some yeah. of the calls like that big um punt that roughing the kicker roughing the punter that was just I don't know I don't that he got bumped into him and the punter flopped I mean even like even the last play, like when Baker Mayfield threw a pick, he threw it like what sixty yards. Justin or Van Jefferson was wide open, but then he had to wait for the ball, and then they picked it off. And even Quandre Diggs, that taunting, there's no taunting penalty. He literally showed the ball to the Rams. And was it was like actually Bobby mid-play. Wagner. Bobby Wagner was yeah. on the sideline, and Quandre Diggs showed Bobby Wagner, former teammate yeah. by the way, the the ball. The ball. And so I don't understand why that wasn't taunting. I get it, football like. If the yeah. Lions did that, I'd say, hey, they're just having fun. Yeah. yeah. In terms of Lions making the playoffs, but, I didn't I mean, make that call. Yeah. Yeah, you see, <clears throat> I, I, I do find a few good things in the Seahawks winning. You know, it's nice to see Geno Smith. You know, he's he's been on the bench or like a backup yeah. quarterback, just always coming in for the injured player. It's nice to see him finally get like a shot to go to the playoffs. And he's been proving himself all year as this like actual good quarterback which we've never seen out of him, which is right. absolutely great to see. Yeah, no, I, I think that's very good for the Seahawks, but still I'm heartbroken. We, but, um, we should get and, into some wild cards. Yeah, I mean, this is, I, I think this is a cool playoff picture because when's the last time we've seen Jacksonville Jaguars in the playoffs, which yeah. I don't think never. I get and then, Trevor Lawrence, though. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And then, like, Miami, like, they've always – been a pretty bad team in our lifetime and like with their whole quarterback situation they're on their third string quarterback i love and mike mcdaniel i know yeah, that's i know a, they that's went my nine favorite and eight. coach i know they went nine and eight this year but like the level of like fun and player relationships and respect, and respect yeah. that mike mcdaniel brings you can you can see the way that Tua Tagovailoa. you can see the way he talks to mike mcdaniel compared to miami's head coach last year yeah they don't they didn't really talk last year, Tua and the head coach. No. Tua and Mike McDaniel, that's a whole different story. They'll yeah. joke on the sideline. They're almost like They're, best friends. Yeah, yeah, they look like best friends. It's like two guys just having, like, just going out, having a drink, like, fun times on the sideline. That's now, what I see. Going back to the Jaguars, 
Uh, I'm really excited for that game. That's probably like oh, yeah. my game yeah. of the weekend because Jaguars and Chargers, oh, yeah. two young feisty teams yeah. in their like first playoffs as like or with their young quarterbacks, and that's just gonna be really really fun to watch. Yeah, it is. And then when's the last time we've seen like the the Jet or the Giants like? They've always been a terrible Three team. teams from the NFC East made the playoffs. Like, they've so when always have we ever seen that division exactly. be good? And they've never, like the Jets or the Giants, like I don't think they, I've never seen them be good in my lifetime. Then they had OBJ, okay, they had a couple wins, whatever. Eli Manning, they were pretty good. Like, yeah, okay, but now like without Eli Manning, they're doing, well, Daniel Jones is, I think, he's leading them to be a pretty good, good team. And they play Minnesota, which is going to be a very, very tough game. Because, I mean, you have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, TJ Hawkinson from the Lions, um, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins. I mean, they just have all-around good teams. So I think that – I don't know. I think that would be a pretty good game too. Um, I don't understand how Tom Brady keeps finding his way into the playoffs. <laughs> he didn't play all that well this season. And, like, he still makes and the playoffs. They, I didn't, don't understand. Didn't I they don't have like a losing it. record and they got in the playoffs? Yeah, they were, what, 8-9? and yeah. <laughs> Because they won their division, their easy division. Ooh. And yeah. the problem is, I I see them beating the Cowboys too. Like, I I think they could go to the next round, which just 100%. makes the ten times worse. A hundred percent. I think the Tampa. Bay, I mean, because Tom Brady. I mean, you can never expect him to do better. Like, you can never expect like, oh, the Cowboys are a great team. But I mean, Tom Brady's pulled off magical things like we've never seen before. So I think um, Tampa Bay could have a shot against Dallas. I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see playoff Tom. You know, like yeah. I, I want to see what he has left for these 2023 playoffs. But, yeah, like you said, Grady, I see Dallas losing to Tampa. I see Tom Brady making it to the conference championship again. Or divisional. Sorry. He could make it to the conference championship, but I don't think it's very likely. Um, But, yeah, I think Chiefs-Bills is going to be the likely um, AFC championship again. I don't think there's much of a question there. Yeah. yeah, so Chiefs Bills. I want to know. I want to know Grady or Dom or Charlie. I want to know your guys' thoughts on NFC like championship game. Like, what's that going to look like? Well, I mean, I think. Well, real quick, I come in. I just want to touch on the NFC real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think you're right with the uh, the Chiefs because well, one, their offense. I mean, they have the best play caller. I think they have the best offense in like ever I've ever seen because they have. They just have fun. Like, you saw the ring around early play. Like, they can do whatever they want, and they still score. Yes, I got a holding. I got called back, whatever. But they can do whatever they want with that offense. And Andy Reid is just a great coach to do it with. And then I think Buffalo, because I think Buffalo is going to go super far, if not win a Super Bowl, because they have something, like, truly to play for, I believe. And I just think, like, they are have an easy shot. Not easy, obviously, but I think they have a very good chance of beating the Chiefs and going to the Super Bowl because they're the team to, like everyone wants to win, everyone's on the side, and they have something truly to play for. So they don't just have a reason. They don't just want to win the Super Bowl. They want to win the Super Bowl for tomorrow. Yeah, they have one of the easier paths into the AFC yeah, Championship, they play, too. They, they play, play Miami. Miami, and then be, they'll play the winner of Jacksonville yeah. and Los Angeles Chargers, who I think. Yeah. They, I just wish Miami wouldn't have played Buffalo. Because I love my, I just like Miami's team. I just, I literally just love that head coach and this is the relationship he has with his players. But I do think it is going to be close, though. I yeah. do think that Miami versus Buffalo is going to be close. Yeah, but I and don't then think, I think Miami will win. And then I would like to, like, what would be the rematch be about Buffalo? And if Cincinnati beats the uh, Ravens, I mean that's just going to be another rematch of Buffalo Cincinnati. That's going to be a, like a all-out like hard game. But I mean there's going to be a 
bring back like a lot of um, past experiences, I guess, from the thing with Demar. So I don't know. It's gonna be tough. That's just one of those where it happened last year, where Cincinnati beat Kansas City, which is gonna be a divisional game this year. I. Man, I don't want to say that Kansas City can lose a game on their way to the AFC Championship, but I think they could lose to Cincinnati. They did it. They lost last year when nobody thought that Cincinnati was going to win. And, I mean, I think Cincinnati has the potential to do it again. I don't know if you guys would agree with me, but I think Cincinnati could do it again. Yeah, easily. Honestly, I believe uh, the top five teams, you know, like Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Jaguars, and Chargers, I believe any of them could make a strong run. Now, Dolphins and Ravens, you know, Lamar Jackson, Tua, they're both like, we don't even know if Tua or Lamar is going to play. Right. And That's the stronghold of their offense. Exactly. Those are, you know, great young quarterbacks, really good on the run. And I just don't think if either of them have them, they – or. Neither of them have them. Then Bills and Bengals are definitely gonna just win there. Yeah, that's yeah. another that's another AFC kind of no doubt where if a quarterback doesn't play, the other team will win. That's the same thing with uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati. If Lamar Jackson does not play for Baltimore again and Huntley starts, yeah. I think that Cincinnati's gonna have their way with oh, Baltimore because Baltimore's offense has shown weak week in, week out, that Huntley cannot produce points for that offense. Right. I mean, they'll lose to the Steelers and put up 12 points. Like, you can't you can't win in the NFL if you're putting up 12 points. Yeah. And that's just – it's not going to happen. Yeah, I kind of want Cincinnati to win because, like Don was saying with that rematch, I think it would be a, a lot – big viewership. I think um, everybody, that's a game everybody wants to see happen again, and uh, I think it's going to be respect between both teams. I think – uh, Cincinnati will it's not going to be like a headbutt but like you know you know what I'm saying like a yeah it's going to be it's going to be like I wouldn't say I would also say that Kansas City versus Cincinnati would kind of be a revenge game for yeah, Cincinnati for, too yeah. like kind of get back at them like Cincinnati went into their place at Arrowhead Stadium I think I think Andy Reid and the Chiefs I think they're just going to if they play Cincinnati I think it's, they're just going to go all out and put the Pen on the floor. I truly believe it's going to be um, Chiefs and Bills because I have not seen a team that could compete with them. I just yet. don't. I just don't understand how um, Kansas City loses pieces in the off season. Like they lost Tyreek Hill this off season, and, they, and they looked more powerful. Yeah, like with Juju, well, yeah. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Like they and looked Kadarius more powerful Thomas. with those that, guys. I don't. Kadarius Thomas was a good pickup by them too because Pacheco was unbelievable. Yeah, too. and yeah. Pacheco. But I mean, they released Clyde Edwards-Helaire too. Like he's not even on the team anymore. And then playing with their other running backs like Pacheco, he's Jerick McKinnon. Yeah, like Jerick McKinnon. And then I mean, Kadarius. Uh, oh no, sorry, Kadarius Tony. He's been doing like a fantastic job there. He's like he looks like the new Tyreek Kill. He's I like fast. He's, Tony. I yeah. like him. Like it, when yeah. he was in New York, I I saw potential. His ball security was in. Yeah. But with Kansas City, he's he's shown his worth. Yeah, and then let's talk about the NFC now. Um, especially like the, well, first I think Seattle, San Francisco is going to be a blowout. I truly like it's looking at how Seattle plays against the Rams. I think the 49ers are just going to – their offense is just going to go all out. I that's, mean, that's they not have, just because I'm mad at Seattle. but Yeah, but they they have the be- – I, I think they're their uh, second-best offense, like, behind the Chiefs because, I mean, they have – what Brock, I mean, Brock Purdy, I give him 
That's my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I give him very big props because he's led – I mean, he has a good team, obviously, but he's led that. He's uh, He was Mr. Irrelevant last pick in the draft. I mean, he's been doing really good. And I just think with Debo Samuels, Kristen McCaffrey, I mean, Nick Bosa, um, uh, Brock Purdy, like all these guys are just – George Kittle, all these guys are just – I don't know. I just don't think Cincinnati holds a shot. I want to check a stat on that. I think Brock Purdy could very well have been the first Mr. Irrelevant in his rookie season to lead a team to the playoffs. Yeah. I think that could be yeah. some sort of a record. I, I don't know if you guys saw this about Seattle, but they donated $10,000 to the Detroit Lions fund or team. Because yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, the Seattle, yeah. Yeah, because they, they, the Detroit won putting them in the playoffs. Yeah, I, no, I saw that. I respect that's, Seattle. It's going to be a love. It's yeah. going to be a love-hate relationship forever, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Seattle kicked out the Lions, but the Lions – Put Seattle yeah. in the playoffs. And just saying, spit on us. Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles. We can talk about the Eagles. I think they're. I don't even know how they're like. I don't. Understand. I don't understand how their record is that good. Cause I'll watch them. Aren't play they a one loss team? Or two? Three or four? Or three, I think really? they went thirteen and four. Oh, okay. Or fourteen and three. But that's like I look. I watch them play. I look at their defense. Their defense is good. Their offense is good. AJ Brown is good. Devontae Smith is good. Jalen yeah. Hurts is great. Yeah, Miles possibly Sanders. an MVP season. But I look at a team like Philadelphia, and then I look at a team in the AFC like Buffalo or Kansas City, and I still don't think that Philadelphia's offense produces as much as they do. Yeah. Like, no, I I, I, I can see the Eagles being an exit early. I know they do have. Do they have the bye? Who yeah, Dallas lost. Yeah, they have yeah. the first round by. Yeah, Eagles yeah. So I could see, I could see them losing in the divisional, but again, I could also see them making the AF or NFC Championship, depending on how well Jalen Hurts wants to play. Yeah. Honestly, the only real teams I see coming out of the NFC are the 49ers and the Eagles. I think you know, possibly, possibly the Vikings or Giants, or you know, Tom Brady is always Tom Brady, but. Uh, you know, Eagles and 49ers, those are the real, like, two contenders there. Vikings-Giants is an interesting one. It's a really interesting one. Could I – because I do see that going either way. Because I've watched – I've watched um, the Vikings defense. Like, they've played Detroit twice. Detroit went one and one against them. Lost by four the first time. Won the next time. Vikings defense is a little shaky. Yeah. And – if Kirk Cousins doesn't want to produce, he's going to throw exactly. three interceptions. So I could see New York winning. Yeah. New York's defense has to play stellar. Kirk Cousins doesn't have yeah. to play so well. And I could see the Giants taking that one home. Yeah, and I truly think so. In my opinion, I think – I don't think – I think Tom Brady, if he loses, I think he's going to be done. And I think that – I mean, Tampa Bay, yeah, he could pull out anything. But Dallas has been looking pretty dominant. And I think the Eagles would beat Dallas. And then moving on to the um, divisional. And then I think Vikings will beat – Giants because I don't know I just think their offense is pretty good I mean they're not like yeah. outstanding amazing or I'll anything, agree with but you. I, yeah. I I do think that they're gonna win but I mean San Francisco I think they're just gonna they, I think they have a straight shot I mean they they're no team can compare with their offense they have a ten times better offense and their defense is probably the best or if not it's one of the best if not the best um, in the NFC because compared to like. I don't know. I think they have standout players, and the Eagles don't really. I mean, Dallas has a good defense and all, but I just think San Francisco's going has a straight shot right to the divisional round, and I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And my hopeful guess in the Super Bowl is going to be Buffalo, San Francisco, and I hope Buffalo wins it because that would be a, like a miracle season for Buffalo, and I think they truly deserve it. So, 
Yeah, I don't. San Francisco being a straight shot, I'll, I'll agree for now. Yeah, but it depends. It depends if the Vikings win, because again, I do see the Vikings. If their offense produces in a game, they are a top tier offense. They have yeah. Adam Thielen. They 100%. have Justin Jefferson. Like they have guys that Dalvin Cook. I mean, T.J. Hawkinson. I, I mean, you list you put out all those names and you wonder why they're not the number one seed. It's because. Yeah. Philadelphia's defense is better than Minnesota's defense. So, yeah, I, I, I'm I, excited for Wild Card Weekend. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. All right, and then I'll wrap it up. Um, thank you for joining us for uh, Sweet Seats uh, 13, um, or episode 13. Uh, I'm here with Kyle, Grady, Charlie. Thank you guys for being on it, and I'll see you soon.